welcome to Home Selling Hero, hosted by real estate veteran Tom Didion. Each week, we break down today's ultra-hot home seller's market and give you the tips, tricks, and guidance to navigate the selling process and get the most out of selling your home. Proudly presented by the Tom Didion team. Let's jump in. Greetings and moyen, everybody. Thanks for coming back to the Home Selling Hero podcast. I am, as always, your host, Tom Didier, and my guest today is Jake from Middle Coast Media. He's not from the West Coast. He's not from the East Coast. He's from the Middle Coast right here in Wisconsin, and we're going to talk about photography. I thought this would be kind of a fun little topic. At least for me, it's interesting to see how photography in real estate has completely changed. When I started in 96, we all we had was a photo. It was one photograph and we would mail it in an envelope to the MLS system and hopefully you saw it get published in a book like two weeks later. Obviously the industry has completely changed and Jake is one of our photographers. I wouldn't say we're exclusive to him. I would say he's our favorite. He's a busy guy. He does he does work for many, many realtors out there. So sometimes you can't get them. But Jake, take a few moments to introduce yourself to our listeners and just tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got here. Yeah. Uh, my name is Jake Lang. I'm the owner of Middle Coast. And you know, you pretty much said it all. It's uh, a company, photography, videography company. I actually call it like a media company because, you know, like you said, it was back in the day, it was only a photo, but now it's photo, video, 3D tour, floor plans. So a lot of companies like mine have kind of switched from calling it a photography company to a media company because it's just a whole bunch of different, you know, mediums that you use to market a home. So yeah, so I started that. Uh, I'm going on my third year full time. I did it for a few years part time before I made the jump and yeah, kind of go all over. I'm in Ozaki County, based in Ozaki County, but I'll go, you know, basically anywhere in Southeast Wisconsin and just follow the listings, which these days are a little farther apart than other times. So <laughs> inventory is low. So how'd you get, how'd you get here? Is your, were you a photographer in high school, in college? Have you always wanted to do that? What, what led you to this, this industry? I really didn't get into photography until after college. I always kind of liked photography, but I never really, you know, bought a camera or anything, would just play around with, my dad had an old film camera, which I would use a little bit and you know otherwise we would just have those disposable ones film ones where you'd you know take picture take all your pictures and then take it to walmart and they'd develop the whole camera for you so i just i kind of like playing with those and i just always liked it but you know i had other interests and hobbies and jobs and so never really got into it until after college i moved out west for a while and i was living in california up in the mountains working at a ski resort and then I ended up saving up my money and I bought my first like real what I consider a real camera a DSLR they call it and then I just started having fun with that taking pictures of the mountains and and that type of stuff and then slowly started teaching myself and after a while you kind of start wanting to buy more gear and all that gear's kind of expensive so then you kind of look at ways to maybe make a little money with that and I would have loved to make money taking landscape photos or I really enjoyed wildlife photos. I eventually moved up to Idaho, so I did a lot of wildlife photography up there. And then 
but that that's a tough way to make a living. There's a lot of a lot of wildlife photographers out there. So so I eventually just kind of stumbled into I don't even remember how I found it, but I'm like, oh, like people get paid to take real estate photos. And so I had I once again I moved. I was up in Washington state living there at the time when I finally did my first real estate photo shoot and just reached out to some local offices and offered to do it for free. And the first one I did actually was of an office for uh, a real estate agent. And I guess I just, I must've emailed and he said, oh yeah, like we, we want some new photos of the office for Google or something, you know, Google my business. And so I went there and shot the office and sent those over and they weren't that good looking back now, but they, they were happy with it for free. And, <laughs> and then it just kind of went on from there. I, that, you know, getting in that office and meeting those agents, a couple of them started using me and, you know, that was just part-time at the time. So I had another job that would just fit these in on the weekends and evenings. And eventually I moved back here where I'm from. I grew up in Sockville. And so I moved back here and I still was doing some other jobs. I was driving truck part-time and, you know, but I, I really wanted to, you know, kind of do my own thing. And I liked the photography thing and the real estate photography is kind of this real straightforward, steady path to like making consistent money with photography. So I just slowly built up enough clients. And then it was right around the pandemic must have been 2020, I was about to go full time. And then that that pandemic hit and everything was closing down. And I fortunately was still driving truck that never got shut down. So I postponed it another year then because I was a little unsure if I should start a business right then. And so I, one more year I, I spent doing it January 1st, I quit everything else and just went after the real estate photography media kind of got into everything. So to say that you are a real estate photographer is pretty limited and narrow because you have a lot of things you offer besides taking the photos. You mentioned a couple of them kind of walk me through, I guess, maybe the top five services besides taking photos. I mean, obviously you take photos of the inside and the outside of the house, but what are, what are the other services that are becoming pretty popular? Yeah. Yeah. So the photos like you said, that's like, just to get in the game, you got to do the photos. And then I'd say the next most popular is probably these floor plans. And I guess it's probably because they're fairly affordable and they're fairly easy to do. And I think they're also pretty useful to agents. The technology is like blazing along really fast. And it's something that wasn't around even like three years ago, I don't think. You can go in and scan a house in 10 minutes and you got a 2D floor plan and measurements, which you guys are taking measurements anyways. So if we're already there to take photos, we do this scan, it, it processes it, it gives you all the measurements. And then in addition to that, you got this floor plan, which helps, I think really helps potential buyers because they can see how the rooms are in relation to each other. We try to do that in photos, but you can never really get every angle and show how the kitchen is related to the master bedroom or stuff. So floor plan does that really nice. So that's number one, again, fast, affordable, and I think it provides a lot of value. The next would probably be not 
as affordable, but video is becoming, you know, fairly mainstream. I'm not saying it's not affordable, but compared to the floor plans, it's, you know, quite a bit more, costs quite a bit more because there's a lot more work that goes into it. But that being said, there's different types of levels of video. You know, there's just a straight walkthrough with a phone video all the way up to these like cinematic, you know, set to music, almost, you know, looks like a little movie trailer type of video. So I think just with internet connection getting so good, basically everywhere, you know, video has exploded in all industries for marketing and real estate is just following what all the other industries are doing. What percentage of the shoots you go on are asking you to take drone photos? Uh, yes, drone, if I had, I don't have a a stat exactly, but I'd say maybe a quarter of them. And yeah, I don't think half. I think, and I don't even encourage people to do them all the time. It's not just that it's not a good spend, it's that it might actually, you know, not you show some things that you don't want to show, especially a lot of times these subdivisions. It's just a house, you know, in a sea of houses. So why are you wasting your money, you know? But there are times where it's like, invaluable if you're near a lake or you've got 30 acres or you know so yeah that's it's fairly popular depending on your listing you know yeah yeah i've when we take a listing it's something we you know consider and it's like well if there's a junkyard in the backyard or if we're next to an industrial factory but obviously if you're close to lake michigan and that's what a lot of people don't realize is though when you pop that drone up in the air you can't see the lake from the house but you get you know 50 feet above the house and you can see Lake Michigan really, really well. And I think it kind of points out to buyers like, oh, wow, the lake's right there. So yeah, I, I would agree that it's not, not for everybody. It's funny, in the old days, I would get feedback from buyers and brokers and the feedback was negative and they would say, buyer was very disappointed. The photos made the house look way bigger than it really is. And I don't know if it was a fisheye lens or wide angle, whatever it was, but are you using wide angle lenses, you know, are there special lenses? Are you, are you still intentionally making rooms look bigger than they are, or are you just using standard equipment? You know, every, every real estate photographer is going to use what would be considered a wide angle lens, but there's, there's many variations of what a wide angle lens is. You can go as wide as like, I'm sure everyone's familiar with like a GoPro where the whole thing looks like distorted and fish-eyed, and then you can, you know, progressively get less wide. So, you know, we're not doing like fish-eye GoPro wide, but we are using what would be considered a wide-angle lens in the photography world. But, you know, our, my philosophy is you never want to make a place look smaller than it is. So there are sometimes when you're in these bathrooms and you, you need every bit of that wide angle lens just to like make it look like it does in person. But there are times where you're in these larger rooms and you never, you know, I guess my first rule is you never want to make it look smaller. And then my second rule would be you don't want to make it look unrealistically large either. Cause again, that makes the agent look bad. It, you know, you hope a buyer is going to come to the house before, you know, they get super serious and they're going to, you know, see everything, but, you know, still you don't want someone showing up and being, you know, upset. So I tend to shoot on the more realistic style or realistic side. You'd almost consider it. I tell people it's, it's approaching like a design 
type of photography, more of what you'd see in like a architecture digest magazine or like a, a dwell, you know, not th quite that far. Again, we don't want to be shooting these like super close details of, of stuff, but we don't want it to be super stretched out and not realistic at all either. So kind of that, that sweet spot. Each house is a little different. Some houses, there's plenty of room. So you have room to zoom in. Some houses, you got to use all of that wide angle lens just to, to show what it really looks like, you know, in person. Have a house to sell, but not sure who to trust when it comes to getting the best deal and leveraging the current market? Trust the experts at the Tom Didier team. With over a quarter century of selling Milwaukee, Tom and his team of real estate experts are here to ensure that you get every penny you deserve out of selling your home. No matter where you live in the dairy state, put one of Wisconsin's top real estate teams to work for you in selling your home and making the most of your real estate investment. Looking to buy a house instead? Tom and his team have you covered here as well, helping you craft and perfect the offer on your dream home. Visit SellingMilwaukee.com to find out how much your home could be worth and connect with the team to make your next real estate transaction a dream. Now, back to the show. So with all the services you offer, I've got a million dollar idea for you. Maybe you already have this service, but if you implement it and you get a million dollars, you need to split it with all me. All right. Like you can go to a website like Sherwin Williams and upload a photo of your house or your garage and you can click on all the colors and you can just click on blue, green. Do you have that available? So, you know, you shoot this house, it's a two-story colonial. And then as a photographer, I would think this would be something a lot easier for you to do than me is just have like three color options. So it's a, it's a white house, but at the bottom you have, this is what the house looks like, blue and red and yellow. I'm not good with colors, but it would it'd be kind of a cool thing to be like, you know, look at, click on a picture and say, oh, well, this is what it would look like with earth tone shutters and yellow siding. I don't know. I'm making up colors here, but it'd be something kind of cool to have the consumer look at, maybe get to pique their interest a little bit because they might pass on a house because they think it's ugly. It doesn't, doesn't speak to them, right? The curb appeal is cool, but they just, eh, it, it doesn't, doesn't talk to them. So it was something we came up. Do you have that service? Have you done that before? Taking your photos and change the colors around? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll do... I'll do basically, I can, you know, the sky's the limit for photos. We can, you know, go as far as an agent wants. So, you know, we'll shoot it. The first goal is to get it, how it looks in real life, what someone's going to buy. But then I've gone back and, you know, changed the front from brown to white, changed cabinet colors, virtual staging's getting real big where you put furniture in if there's no furniture or remove furniture and put furniture in blinds and i think especially like where you say it's the click of a button i think stuff things like that if it isn't already a thing you know right now i actually have to go in and do the work and you know do the editing but i think with ai all the ai services like it's only a matter of time where that's going to be something that media companies offer it's a good idea if, if it's not out there already just the click of a button you know well, we'll split the million bucks when you <laughs> become, you know, rich for that. The the virtual staging you just brought up, that, in my opinion, the virtual staging has gotten so much better. It's like, it's to the point where I have to look really close and can't tell, like, is that real or not? Have you had, is that like self-training? Do you, how do you, I've, I've seen some of the photos you've done with virtual staging and again, they're, they almost look too real. Is that really easy to do or is that super time consuming and a lot of training to 
to put, you know, furniture into a house? I wish I could say it, it was all my skill, but it's the, the software is just getting much, the software is getting much easier. There is still a little skill in it, but the software is getting so much easier to use and so fast. Yeah, it's, it's pretty insane. Even, you know, removing furniture and then putting furniture in, there's still some work, but it's getting really wild how, how accessible it is to to everyone really i mean there's always going to be processing fees and subscriptions and stuff but and someone has to be there to push the buttons but it's the skill is getting you know you don't need as much as you used to so you've been in a lot of houses you got to have you have any good stories for us i mean you're, you're in houses every day i'm guessing on a, on a decent day you're in you know three different houses what's what are some crazy things you've seen while you're out there doing your doing your job I mean, we see some of like the nicest houses you're going to see in the state. You can't believe someone even lives there. It's so pristine and some of these locations and then, but we'll shoot, you know, <laughs> we've shot ones where it, it, it looked like they were probably using the basement as a, as a toilet for a couple, <laughs> a couple months. So, you know, they all need photos of some sort and, you know, so yeah, the most you know, entertaining ones are usually the tenant owned ones. You know, those tenants really have no incentive to prepare or sometimes they have an incentive to make it worse than it is. So there's a lot of, they don't want, they don't want to move. I've had, <laughs> I've had those listings, those duplex listings where you get there and it's just destroyed and they figure, well, as long as nobody buys this, uh, I probably won't have to move. So I've, I've definitely I definitely can relate to that. We've all seen that. Do you have any predictions in terms of your industry? Like what's what's new, what's upcoming, what kind of changes are you predicting? I'm assuming the menu of services and again the technology is always, you know, going nuts, but what's what's coming down the pipeline in terms of maybe new services? Anything anything you're experimenting with that you're thinking about offering that you haven't done yet? Not too much, you know. There, there's no like groundbreaking thing that I'm seeing. The big thing is, like I say, things are getting faster. And I think that just it's getting more competitive, too. There's, you know, there's lots of people like me with businesses like mine. I think the, the biggest things that are changing is just the, the different AI softwares that are being put into everything now, whether it's video, photo, virtual staging. And I think the one thing that is going to separate companies is going to be, you know, their customer service, their reliability. It kind of gets to the point, even, you know, before all this AI, we're not doing anything that's groundbreaking or that someone else couldn't learn and buy the equipment and do it. Even an agent could do it if they want. But, you know, we just provide that service where their time is more valuable doing something else and they can just hire a reliable company. They can show up, they can do the job, that saves the agent time. And I think as this technology allows us to do more, you know, there's still gonna be a job for us. It's just gonna be, we're gonna be able to do even more than we're doing now, where, you know, maybe we're shooting. At some point you can't travel to more than four or five houses in a day, but maybe the edits get quicker instead of, you know, normally we're turning stuff around in a day, videos, two days. Who knows if there's some some big advancements in AI editing, it could be photos are there in half a day standard. I know that's pretty tough to do right now, but I you know, who knows what's what's coming down down the pipeline, you know. 
So have you personally used AI in your, I mean, have you used it for editing or anything yet? Yeah, yeah, I've used a couple of cool things. There's some different AI audio editing programs where, you know, we'll do not only listing services, but we'll work with agents and, you know, make them client testimonial videos or bio videos, basically any type of video they might want. So, you know, a lot of times that requires recording, you know, audio vocals. So just some of the audio, you know, that's a whole different ball game. You got your video and then your audio you got to edit. And now these AI audio enhancers that are coming out is, is pretty wild. So I've used that quite a bit. It not only speeds it up, but it makes the production value go way up. And then the virtual staging AI, that's, that's a huge one. I guess chat GPT, I'm sure most people are aware of that. Once in a while, we'll write something up and we'll just enhance it with chat GPT, tell it, you know, this is my clunky script. Can you fix it up? And it just fixes it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you talked about the video becoming more and more popular and I, and I see it. I struggle with trying to understand what the benefit is because I see all these agents doing you know, tons of video, both promoting themselves and their listings. I'm just, I always struggle with like how the seller, our client is benefiting from shooting video. What's your opinion on it? I mean, it's great for you. You get paid to do it. You do a great job. It does showcase the house, but what's the ultimate benefit of having 10 video clips as opposed to 10 still photos? Right. Yeah, I think, and hopefully there's, there's not a lot of sellers watching, but I think the biggest benefit of a video is to the agent. You know, I think most homes makes us look good. It does. So if you're passing that cost, most people probably are passing that cost along, you know, maybe that's not super beneficial to a seller. I don't think it's hurting, you know, it, it can only help sell a listing, but I don't think the return is maybe there. Um, you, you could argue that um, these algorithms now on social media, say social media is your main marketing for listings. You could argue that these social media platforms are gonna push a video clip more than photos. So, you know, it could help in that way with the algorithms changing, but yeah, it, I really believe it is a lot about the agent. So, you know, however an agent wants to think about that, whether that's part of their yearly marketing budget and they, they just are straightforward with that, with their seller. And they're like, hey, this is going to help you, but it's going to help me too. And something like that. You know, I don't have the best answer. I just like making videos. Like I said, I, I watch with curiosity and I see some agents do some really impressive and, and maybe I am thinking more of like the promotional videos, but then you look up their, you know, record and you're like, oh, we've, they've sold one house in the last two years. Like they're obviously spending all their time making videos, but they're not selling any houses. So I'm just kind of, I'm the old guy now though. I can be cranky like that. And, you know, I'm old enough now that if I, if there is new technology, I can just say, I don't want to learn it. And, you know, let's let the younger kids figure it out, but we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Any other services that we haven't touched on? It's not super popular, but I do the 3D tours as well. So those are, you know, hosted by some sort of some sort of software company. The most common one that people know is Matterport. So it's basically where you go in a house with a 360 degree camera 
and it's just taking basically a scan of the whole room and you just put all these scans together throughout the house and it builds a 3d model of a house and then it's hosted online and a potential buyer could click on this model and it's essentially they can see everything they can look down look up because this camera took a spherical shot of the whole room and then those all get linked together and it really was big during the pandemic when people were you know afraid to go out or not allowed to go out and go into people's homes and so those were fairly big then but it's now that things are back to normal you know i've seen that drop off you know maybe it's just the market right now things are selling fairly quickly so it's not that extra piece of marketing isn't needed but it is something some agents they just include it standard on every shoot they do they do photos 3d tour and some of them just added on special for special reasons but yeah it's it's another service and the technology is you know that's been around for a while but it's getting you know like everything getting better faster so I will say one trend I've seen in the last couple of years, which is probably a testament to yourself and your your fellow professionals, is we're seeing more offers from buyers who have not seen the house, you know, sight unseen, they call it. So they'll see your virtual tour. They'll look at the 50 photos. It's a delayed listing. Nobody's seen it yet. And all of a sudden, here comes the offer. It's $10,000 over the asking price because they saw your photos and they said, yep, we'll, we'll take it. Looks great. And then it's usually just contingent on actually viewing the house. But I've, you know, 15 years ago, you would never have that. You would never have somebody write an offer on a property they haven't seen. But nowadays with all the technology and photos you guys are providing for us, uh, a buyer can, you know, view a house 360 degrees without actually physically being there. It's kind of wild to think about, but that is, uh, that is something we're seeing in the trend. And you're, you know, you're in these houses before other people. So you kind of have an inside track, you know, you're in this mansion on whatever street and you know, it's coming on the market before before anybody else. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone's, everyone's asking, Hey, when's this, when's that one coming up or when's, <laughs> what did that one look like? You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if people, do people hit you up for information? I mean, yeah, that's an interesting thing now that we're talking about it. I mean, you're not a realtor, which means you're not, you know, bound by a code of ethics or anything, but do people hit you up for information? Like saying, Hey, you got to have the inside track on. Things. Yeah. A little bit, you know, it's, it's usually like, oh, when it's more like, when is that one coming? You know, a lot of times people will see me in the neighborhood and I'll be shooting and they'll be like, oh, that's for sale. Like what? You know, they'll ask me questions, you know, about price and stuff, which I don't even know or pay attention to. But I'll just be like, if I'm here, it's going to be for sale soon. That's usually what I tell people. <laughs> but Well, thanks for joining me. I think we touched on a lot of different topics. And like I said, it's just it's just wild to think about how photography has become so important in our industry. Like, again, when I started, it was just one photo of the front of the house. And then all of a sudden, you got to see the back of the house. And the next thing you know, it just kind of exploded with, I guess the internet provided that for us. All of a sudden, there was this opportunity to upload all the photos. And for the most part, I think it's good. You know, we always said, once we started hiring guys like you, you know, our sellers would say, well, what's the advantage? And we'd say, well, we can show your house 24 hours a day because we're going to post a photo of every single room and buyer doesn't need to take off work or come tonight after work. They can look at it all. So it's been wild. I'm curious to see how, how your industry continues to change and what other services you'll be providing to us. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. I, I enjoyed talking about it. Yeah. You've provided great service for us. We'll continue to use your services and you make us look good and you make our sellers 
house look good. And I think the, probably the best testament is what we get a lot is our sellers see their house online and then they say, oh my gosh, I saw my house online. I don't want to move. Why would I move? <laughs> I, I didn't know my house could look so good. So yeah, 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 keep up the good work and look forward to working with you. In the future, that is Jake Lang with Middle Coast. Jake, if uh, a consumer, a seller, a realtor, anybody wants to contact you and hire you to do um, some photography, how would they find you? Yeah, the best way probably is to go to the website. So that's middlecoastmediahouse.com. Or you can email me, and that's just jake at middlecoastmediahouse.com. Or you can give me a call or text too, and that's 414-522-1501. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you at a photo shoot very soon. My sign-off is always use a local lender. I'll also say always use a local photographer. Makes sense. We're not going to hire a guy from out of the area, but Jake is our local guy. Thanks for being there, and we'll talk to you soon. Till next time, always use a local lender, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to Home Selling Hero. For more, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with Tom across LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have a question about selling your home or buying your next one, reach out to Tom at tom at tomdidier.com or call or text him directly at 414-881-3290. Home Selling Hero is a production of Tom Didier Real Estate in partnership with Westport Studios. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and any information presented during the course of discussion is presented as reliable under the laws of the state of Wisconsin. Be sure to consult a local agent in order for any nuances where you may live.